This is an audio version of On the Opportunities and Risks of Foundation Models by Bomasani et al. It's a long list of authors from the Center for Research on Foundation Models, Stanford Institute for Human-Centered Artificial Intelligence, Stanford University. This is a short excerpt, pages three to six, a core reading from the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. Section one, introduction. This report investigates an emerging paradigm for building artificial intelligence or AI systems based on a general class of models, which we term foundation models. We chose the term foundation models to capture the unfinished yet important status of these models. A foundation model is any model that is trained on broad data, generally using self-supervision at scale, that can be adapted, for example fine-tuned, to a wide range of downstream tasks. Current examples include BERT, or B-E-R-T, Devlin et al. 2019, GPT-3, Brown et al. 2020, and CLIP, or CLIP, Radford et al. 2021. From a technological point of view, foundational models are not new. They are based on deep neural networks and self-supervised learning, both of which have existed for decades. However, the sheer scale and scope of foundation models from the last few years have stretched our imagination of what is possible. For example, GPT-3 has 175 billion parameters and can be adapted via natural language prompts to do a passable job on a wide range of tasks, despite not being trained explicitly to do many of those tasks. Reference to Brown et al. 2020. At the same time, existing foundation models have the potential to accentuate harms, and their characteristics are in general poorly understood. Given their impending widespread deployment, they have become a topic of intense scrutiny. Reference to Bender et al. 2021. Section 1.1. Emergence and homogenization. The significance of foundation models can be summarized by two words, emergence and homogenization. Emergence means the behaviour of a system is implicitly induced rather than explicitly constructed. It is both the source of scientific excitement and anxiety about anticipated consequences. Homogenization indicates the consolidation of methodologies for building machine learning systems across a wide range of applications. It provides strong leverage towards many tasks, but also creates single points of failure. To better appreciate emergence and homogenization, let us reflect on their rise in AI research over the last 30 years. So here's a diagram titled Figure 1. The caption reads, The story of AI has been one of increasing emergence and homogenization. With the introduction of machine learning, how a task is performed emerges is inferred automatically from examples. With deep learning, the high-level features used for prediction emerge, and with foundation models, even advanced functionalities such as in-context learning emerge. At the same time, machine learning homogenizes learning algorithms, for example, logistic regression. Deep learning homogenizes model architectures, for example, convolutional neural networks, and foundation models homogenize the model itself, for example, GPT-3. And here is the diagram. It shows a timeline which represents roughly 30 years of AI research, and along that timeline are two streams, one labeled emergence of and one labeled homogenization of. So during the machine learning phase, which begins early on and continues throughout the whole timeline, we have emergence of how, in quotes, and then during deep learning, which begins partway through the timeline and continues until the end, we have emergence of features, and then in foundation models, which begins closer to the end and continues until the end, we have emergence of functionalities. So it's emergence of how, in quotes, features and functionalities, as we add these different AI paradigms moving down the timeline. 
And then along the homogenization line, we have homogenization of learning algorithms during the machine learning phase, and then homogenization of architectures in the deep learning section, and then homogenization of models in the foundation models section. Back to the main text, we're in section 1.1, Emergence and Homogenization. We now have a series of subheadings. Here's the first one. Machine learning. Most AI systems today are powered by machine learning, where predictive models are trained on historical data and used to make future predictions. The rise of machine learning within AI started in the 1990s, representing a marked shift from the way AI systems were built previously. Rather than specifying how to solve a task, a learning algorithm would induce it based on data. That is, the how emerges from the dynamics of learning. Machine learning also represented a step towards homogenization. A wide range of applications could now be powered by a single generic learning algorithm, such as logistic regression. Despite the ubiquity of machine learning within AI, semantically complex tasks in natural language processing, or NLP, and computer vision, such as question answering or object recognition, where the inputs are sentences or images, still required domain experts to perform feature engineering, in quotes. That is, writing domain-specific logic to convert raw data into higher-level features. For example, SIFT or SIFT in computer vision, reference to Lowe 1999, that were more suitable for popular machine learning methods. Subheading, deep learning. Around 2010, a revival of deep neural networks under the moniker of deep learning, reference to Lacun et al. 2015, started gaining traction in the field of machine learning. Deep learning was fueled by larger data sets, more computation, notably the availability of GPUs, and greater audacity. Deep neural networks would be trained on the raw inputs, for example pixels, and higher level features would emerge through training, a process dubbed representation learning. This led to massive performance gains on standard benchmarks, for example, in the seminal work of AlexNet on the ImageNet dataset, references to Krzyzewski et al. 2012 and Deng et al. 2009. Deep learning also reflected a further shift towards homogenization. Rather than having bespoke feature engineering pipelines for each application, the same deep neural network architecture could be used for many applications. Subheading, foundation models. Foundation models have taken shape most strongly in NLP, so we focus our story there for a moment. That said, much as deep learning was popularized in computer vision but exists beyond it, we understand foundation models as a general paradigm of AI, rather than specific to NLP in any way. By the end of 2018, the field of NLP was about to undergo another seismic change, marking the beginning of the era of foundation models. On a technical level, foundation models are enabled by transfer learning and scale, reference to Thrun 1998. The idea of transfer learning is to take the knowledge, in quotes, learned from one task, for example, object recognition in images, and apply it to another task, for example, activity recognition in videos. Within deep learning, pre-training is the dominant approach to transfer learning. A model is trained on a surrogate task, often just as a means to an end, and then adapted to the downstream task of interest via fine-tuning. Transfer learning is what makes foundation models possible, but scale is what makes them powerful. Scale required three ingredients. First, improvements in computer hardware, for example, GPU throughput and memory have increased 10 times over the last four years. Second, the development of the transformer model architecture, reference to Vaswani et al. 2017. 
that leverages the parallelism of the hardware to train much more expressive models than before, and third, the availability of much more training data. The importance of the availability of data and the ability to harness it cannot be underestimated. Transfer learning with annotated datasets has been common practice for at least a decade. For example, pre-training on the ImageNet dataset, reference to Deng et al. 2009, for image classification in the computer vision community. However, the non-trivial cost of annotation imposes a practical limit on the benefits of pre-training. In self-supervised learning, on the other hand, the pre-training task is derived automatically from unannotated data. Footnote. Interestingly, self-supervised learning was dominant in the early days of deep learning, reference to Hinton et al. 2006, but was for a decade largely overtaken by pure supervised learning as labelled datasets became larger. Back to the main text. For example, the masked language modelling task used to train BERT, reference to Devlin et al. 2019, is to predict a missing word in a sentence given its surrounding context. For example, I like blank space, sprouts. Self-supervised tasks are not only more scalable, only depending on unlabeled data, but they are designed to force the model to predict parts of the inputs, making them richer and potentially more useful than models trained on a more limited label space. There has been considerable progress in self-supervised learning dating back to word embeddings, list of references here, which associated each word with a context-independent vector, providing the basis for a wide range of NLP models. Shortly thereafter, self-supervised learning based on auto-regressive language modelling, predict the next word given the previous words, reference to Dai and Lei, 2015, became popular. This produced models that represented words in context, such as GPT, ELMO, and Olmfit. References after each of those. Footnote, the prescient work of Colibet and Weston, 2008, is related. They trained on a scalable task akin to masked language modelling jointly with downstream tasks, rather than producing a single foundation model that can be adapted after the fact to downstream tasks. Back to the text. The next wave of developments in self-supervised learning, BERT, GPT-2, Roberta, T5, BART, references after each of those, quickly followed. Embracing the transformer architecture, incorporating more powerful deep bidirectional encoders of sentences, and scaling up to larger models and datasets. While one can view this last wave of technical developments purely through the lens of self-supervised learning, there was a sociological inflection point around the introduction of BERT. Before 2019, self-supervised learning with language models was essentially a sub-area in NLP, which progressed in parallel to other developments in NLP. After 2019, self-supervised learning with language models became more of a substrate of NLP, as using BERT has become the norm. The acceptance that a single model could be useful for such a wide range of tasks marks the beginning of the era of foundation models. Foundation models have led to an unprecedented level of homogenization. Almost all state-of-the-art NLP models are now adapted from one of a few foundation models, such as BERT, Roberta, BART, T5, etc. While this homogenization process produces extremely high leverage, any improvements in the foundation models can lead to immediate benefits across all of NLP, it is also a liability. All AI systems might inherit the same problematic biases of a few foundation models. And a list of references here. See section 5.1, Fairness, and section 5.6, Ethics, for further discussion. Audio note, these are not included in the excerpt narrated here. We are also beginning to see a homogenization across research communities. For example, 
similar transformer-based sequence modeling approaches are now applied to text, images, speech, tabular data, protein sequences, organic molecules, and reinforcement learning. And there are numerous references after each of those examples. These examples point to a possible future where we have a unified set of tools for developing foundation models across a wide range of modalities. Reference to Tamkin et al. 2021. Besides the homogenization of approaches, we also see the homogenization of actual models across research communities in the form of multimodal models. For example, foundation models trained on language and vision data. And there's a long list of references here. Data is naturally multimodal in some domains. For example, medical images, structured data, clinical text in healthcare. Thus, multimodal foundation models are a natural way of fusing all the relevant information about a domain and adapting to tasks that also span multiple modes. See figure two. And here is figure two, which is captioned, a foundation model can centralize the information from all the data from various modalities. This one model can then be adapted to a wide range of downstream tasks. And this image is a conceptual diagram. It shows a block called data, which contains different sections for text, images, speech, structured data, and 3D signals. And then via a single arrow, which is labeled training, those come together in one box, which is labeled foundation model, with an image of a little network or spider web of different nodes. And then from the foundation model, there's a series of diverging arrows, which are labeled adaptation, and those lead to different boxes, which are gathered beneath the label tasks, and those contain the text question answering, sentiment analysis, information extraction, image captioning, object recognition, and instruction following. Back to the text. Foundation models have also led to surprising emergence, which results from scale. For example, GPT-3, reference to Brown et al. 2020, with 175 billion parameters compared to GPT-2's 1.5 billion, permits in-context learning, in which the language model can be adapted to a downstream task simply by providing it with a prompt, a natural language description of the task, an emergent property that was neither specifically trained for nor anticipated to arise. Homogenization and emergence interact in a potentially unsettling way. Homogenization could potentially provide enormous gains for many domains where task-specific data is quite limited. See the opportunities presented in several such domains. For example, healthcare, law, and education. On the other hand, any flaws in the model are blindly inherited by all adapted models. Audio note. After all adapted models, there's links to section 5.1, fairness, and 5.6, ethics. Also, the domains healthcare, law, and education are links to separate sections in this paper. Those are not included in this narration. Since the power of foundation models comes from their emergent qualities rather than their explicit construction, existing foundation models are hard to understand, and they have unexpected failure modes. Audio note, more links to different sections here. Check out the original paper if you'd like more detail. Since emergence generates substantial uncertainty over the capabilities and flaws of foundation models, aggressive homogenization through these models is risky business. De-risking is the central challenge in the further development of foundation models from an ethical and AI safety perspective. That's the end of the excerpt in the core reading section of the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. This paper is much longer, and if you'd like to read more details, you can do so by following the link in the episode description or on the AGI Safety Fundamentals page. This was an audio version of On the Opportunities and Risks of Foundation Models by Rishi Bomasani et al., Center for Research on Foundation Models, Stanford Institute for Human-Centered Artificial Intelligence, Stanford University. This reading was by Perrin Walker and produced by Type 3 Audio.